Hello and welcome to the Embody Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as the Modern Medium. The mission of this podcast is to create a very sacred space so we can all get really comfortable and tap into our divine self and discover how we can really embody our soul through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are new here, thank you so, so much for finding me and I'm over the moon that we have united. And if you're a regular listener, thank you so, so much. I am so beyond grateful for you. If you haven't already, make sure to give me a follow wherever you love to listen and leave a review because it does not only wonders for the podcast and it means the world to me, but if you leave a review, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at the modern medium underscore, you will get a free 20 minute reading. So this is only for a limited time for the next couple weeks. So act fast, you guys. I am also holding my weekly soul circles, which are free online gatherings where I guide us all through meditation with spirit, bring through any messages that need to come through and mediate and collaborate on a really beautiful, intimate discussion on a focused topic. This schedule is always posted on my Instagram feed. And if you would love a link to my calendar invites, simply email me at hello at themodernmedium.co. And of course, when you are ready and feel called to book a full reading with me, head to my website at themodernmedium.co and I cannot wait to play and dance and uplift in the magic of spirit energy. So again, hello, hello. I am so grateful for you all for listening wherever you are and whatever you're doing, whether you're driving or laying in bed, washing the dishes, on a run, on a walk. It's just such an honor to show up in this way for you all. So this guest, you guys, I am so obsessed with her. She truly is someone I'm so honored to call a dear friend, a colleague, and she honestly makes me a better person and a better medium. Her name is Shauna Domelin and she is a fellow psychic medium. Her specific niche in this work is to work with parents who have lost kids. And she has a beautiful story about her beautiful angelic son, Jack, who really is the catalyst for why she does this work and she will definitely get into this story in the podcast so just you wait she is also the host of the oracle of light podcast and founder of the growing up in heaven programs so shauna and i of course get into her origin story and what it was like for her growing up And then, of course, her beautiful story with her son, Jack, who is now her guardian angel, her spirit guide, and just such an amazing figure in her mediumship work and truly is the reason why she is showing up in this beautiful way for mothers, for fathers, for anyone who has lost a child near and dear to them. And... We also talk about really our values with mediumship and what it's like living life as a medium and kind of going into the devotions of a medium and really what it takes, but also breaking some myths. And again, I just love her because we share the same values, but she's also just a medium that I so deeply admire for her work and her mission and her devotion and really just who she is. She doesn't take herself too seriously. She is an absolute ray of just glitter and color and sunshine. And I truly have chills all up and down my body because I'm so happy and so honored to, again, be having her in my life and having you guys hear this discussion with us. I don't even know if that made sense, but hear this discussion and just to meet her. And of course, 
please definitely give her a follow on Instagram at Shauna Domelin Medium. Definitely make sure to check out her podcast, the Oracle of Light podcast. And of course, when you feel ready or you feel called to book a reading or a session with her or look into her programs, that will be in the link on her Instagram bio. Again, you guys, it is such an honor showing up in this way and really communicating the magic of spirit energy and the miracles that happen every single day, not only in my life, but in someone's life like Shauna's and any other beautiful guest that comes on this podcast and that will eventually come on this podcast. I just adore you all so, so much, and it really, really means the world to me. So anyways, let's get right into the episode, and I cannot wait for you guys to just melt in Shauna's just divine energy. Uh, Hello, Shauna. I'm so excited to chat with you again, and listeners, I had the honor and the absolute joy to be a guest on her podcast, The Oracle of Light. Did I get that right? I want to make sure. I, was like, I know it's the Oracle of Light podcast and we just had such a ball and we have not only like same energy, same hair. It just, it's just kind of just a lot of good, good stuff happening. And I'm just so excited for you guys to meet her and thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Alexandra. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we had, we had a blast. We had such, we had such an incredible conversation last time. And well, it's like every time, every time that we, we connect, we just sort of, we we ride those vibes and it's just, it's, (laughs) you know, and I think it's, I think it's really important to create a beautiful sacred space for as many people as we possibly can in the world right now. I think that, I think that these messages are so important and it's, I love the work that you do and it's, it's just uplifting. And, and so important. And I'm, I'm so grateful to be here with you today. I'm so excited. I'm excited to see where this conversation takes us. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Yay. My face hurts from smiling. So I would just love to get started. I love asking this question to start off the podcast. So what does it mean to you to embody your soul? Mm, I love that. I love that. For me, embodying your soul is it's living from a sense of freedom. It's living from a sense of, it's really about being limitless, you know, when, and my work follows this line as well. And it's, it's really about, you know, letting go of the old stories and the limitations and the patterns and the beliefs and all of that stuff that, that clouds that true authentic soul or spirit. And so for me, living from that place of authenticity and really, I always say to people, you know, just just be who you came to be. When we step into that, we step into that magic and we are connected to the all that is, whatever that looks like for you. If it's heaven, if it's the other side, if it's, you know, the vortex, if it's, you know, we're getting in the flow, if it's, you know, I mean, people have different um, different ways of referencing all of those universal energies, but whatever that looks like for someone, it's just, it's, and this is where the work gets hard as you know, right? I mean, I follow the work of Brene Brown and she talks about getting in the arena, right? We get in the arena with our own stuff and that takes courage and that takes such, such a level of, of honesty of just being willing to look at our own stuff because we've all got stuff. And I, I believe that it's just such a magical journey when people choose to really start to question, okay, is there more for me? Can I be happy every day? How do I, you know, like we know when we hit that sweet spot when we're aligned with our soul, our spirit, we know when we're in that vibe and we're in that joyous, incredible energy. And it's just, oh, and you know, I work with a lot of clients. I had a client a couple of days ago and she said, you know, I have some days where it just feels like I bump along and things are okay. And then I hit that stride. I'm in that energy. It's like, what is this? What's going on? And we're truly limitless. Right. And then she's like, and then something happens and I kind of bump out of it. And I always tell people, I said, you know, it's, it's for me, it's gratitude that gets us into that zone. And it's, you know, being grateful for even the little things today. It was an amazing latte. It's beautifully sunny here in Calgary. And it's just, you know, having that gratitude and getting our vibes as high as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. The other piece to that is it's inner work. You know, I find a lot of us, myself included, over the years, I've allowed my vibration to be impacted by what's going on outside of me. You know, like what, Mm -hmm. you know, is it 
whether it's something that's happening that's good or it's bad or it's something I want or it's something that I don't want, it's allowing the external to impact my vibration. And my vibration, that's an internal job. That's up to me. Like if I want to align with incredible energies and be all I came to be, wonderful. That's a choice. If I want to choose to suffer and suffering is a choice. If I want to choose to suffer and hold on to those old stories and I can't and this didn't work before and blah, 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 blah. You know, the multitude of different mm. stories and things that we hang on to, um, it'll have a direct impact on our vibration and kind of what that looks like. That's that's my short answer for you. <laughs> you, you know how this works. Yeah. It's not, yes, no, this is kind of how it works. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Honestly, when you said the word freedom, it just, oh my God, it was like butterflies in my chest because that's how I also feel too. I'm not looking back and I'm not worried about my steps forward. And I also had such a great conversation with like one of my dearest friends and soul sisters yesterday. And she said the same thing about gratitude is that's you know, your brain can't be anxious and be grateful at the same time. And also, again, I love your point about saying choices. And sometimes I kind of laugh at myself. I'm like, am I being an asshole if I really just don't have time for people when they keep making the same choices? Like, I just, Mm -hmm. I just literally don't have time to be there for not be there for them, but just to like listen or just even hold on to it. It just it's it's seriously every single day you wake up and it's just a new beautiful slate and your soul and you are actively working together and it's a choice. And also something I also read, I know I've mentioned this book to you, Oneness, is we often think that when we sidestep, we think, we oh, we totally are out of it. We're so like we totally messed up and we need to get back on. But honestly, something Rasha said was we never went off the rails, actually. We're still on the path. You're still walking. You're actually getting closer. It's just it's just one of those harder stones to step on. It's just, it's nothing that is off your path or behind you. It's just actually all forward. And so that's what made me feel better is every single mistake is just getting me to where I need to be or every like spurt of anger or annoyance, every emotion is welcome. (laughs) No, 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 absolutely. I, I love what you said with that because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like, I see it as we're, we're polishing, you know, when I tell people we're just kind of polishing and we're, you know, we're sort of mastering things. And one of the coaches that I've worked with, you know, she says, you know, what is your mental diet? You know, your mental diet is so, so important. And I mean, I started doing affirmations years ago. I followed Louise. Hey, I was just, she was my first introduction to affirmations. And I thought I can control my thoughts. Really? What, what, what do you mean? And then controlling my thoughts and, you know, saying things like, you know, I deeply love and respect myself and I deeply love myself. And, you know, every time I would see a mirror, I would just, you know, high five myself. That's from Mel Robbins, you know, just doing things to keep that vibration high and keep us focused. And I think when we embark on this journey, it's really, It's really having the awareness that, yes, we all have a mind. We all have an ego. We're in human form. We have these lower emotions that can come up and kind of bite us in the ass every now and again. And I think the key is is acknowledging it. And like you said, you're still on the path. You're still on the journey. You haven't annihilated everything. You haven't ruined everything. You don't have to start from scratch. You know, I've worked with clients over the years that it's like they had a belief system that for them to choose greater or choose different, they had to completely annihilate and destroy everything that they had created up until that point. And then they can start fresh. And so it's interesting to see. And then the other side of that too, is people that choose suffering. It's like, there's this, 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 uh, this, this badge of honor that we're suffering. You know, there was a guy at my gym the other day and he has a tattoo that's like suffer. And it's like, it's like, there's this, this, it's honorable, it's noble. And, and I just kind of think, well, that's one way you could choose to do it. What if you have this plethora of other options that are available to you? And some people, you know, when I first started, really started on this path, they would say, you know, well, it just, it's hokey. And, you know, are you, are you on antidepressants? Are you taking too many? You know, you're so happy all the time. Like that's not reality. Like the reality is that we have to struggle and it's hard and it's this and it's that. And it's like, 
Well, that's one way that you could look at it. Yes. Is there hard work involved, right? Is there hard work involved in writing a book? Is there hard work involved putting a podcast out? Absolutely. There are steps and there are things that we need to, you know, we need to get in there and get the grit and just, you know, go ahead and do that and make it, make it come to life. But again, suffering is a choice. This has been a theme I'd say in the last well, two years, really, it's really come to light in the last two years. I remember when, you know, when COVID really started making the rounds and here in Calgary, you know, there's stuff flying around on, on Facebook about the Corona and they were referencing beer and they thought it was so funny. And then when it hit, it was like, wow, this is real, you know? And I remember thinking, I have a choice. I can, you know, I can choose to shrink and wait to, you know, wait to hear if it's gone or wait to hear if, you know, how I can live or what this is going to look like, or I can choose to better myself. You know, I can, you know, I read, I think, you know, 18 books in that first year and listened to so many podcasts. And I thought, okay, you know, how can I, how can I come out of this a better, stronger version of me? How can I come out of this more in alignment with my true authentic self? Like, what does that look like? And for me, it's, I see it as, you know, when we get in alignment with it. Like I, the way I see it energetically is just, we just sort of, we just kind of get in alignment and it's like, oh, we're like tuned into the right radio dial. And then it just sort of, oh yeah. Okay. I'm kind of locked in. It's almost like a laser. I'm locked in, I'm locked in, I'm locked in. And you're right. It's like, it's like, you know, and I'm visual as well. So now I'm seeing, you know, the Top Gun, right. You know, when they're, when they, they, they're not in alignment and it kind of goes over here, but they're still flying. They're still, mm -hmm. that is still yes. continuing. Yeah. And it's just in when they lock in, it's like, mm. and the same thing with the vibrations and the frequencies and, you know, creating that magical life. And there are so many, so many clients that I work with who it's almost like giving them permission to, be who they came to be. It's like giving them, giving them a different perspective. It's like, you can drop the old stories now and have a completely different reality in the next hour if you choose it. Yes. And it's, yes, can it be scary? Sure. We don't know what that's going to look like, but that's where the leap of faith comes in, whatever that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So amazing. Everything. And I really, okay. So I want listeners to hear your story. And I know when we first spoke, it was just so incredible because not that I did not have the upbringing of strong religion in my family or anything, but obviously like we can definitely resonate as being the little girls like, oh, what is that? And keeping all of this to ourselves, and, you know, and then I, I don't know. I just want to hear your story again and I need listeners to hear your story. <laughs> All right. Well, you might grab a coffee or a tea, <laughs> water. No. Yeah, right. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, as a little girl, I saw spirit everywhere. Like I saw crossover loved ones, animals, angels, beings of light, energy. I saw dark energies. I saw the multitude of of energies, and I called the crossover loved ones the see through people. And, you know, we went to Catholic school and, you know, I joke with people, you know, we didn't have Long Island Medium on TV. We didn't have books. We didn't talk about this. This wasn't something that was readily accepted or talked about or welcomed. And um, I went to Catholic school and it wasn't something that was talked about. And I quickly figured out that not everyone saw what I saw. Like I would say to my friends, you know, my one friend, we were in the playground and her grandfather was standing behind her. And I said, I can see, I can see your grandpa. And she was like, what? And she started screaming and ran away from me. And I was like, oh, and you know, these things kept happening. And then pretty soon I started to realize I'm being ostracized because not everyone sees what I see. And so I wanted to fit in. So I kind of dialed it back a bit and I thought, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of aware of it. It's kind of there, but I sort of dialed it back because I just really wanted to feel like I belonged, you know, and it's interesting because one of my first teachers is Sonia Shaquette and she is brilliant, you know, in, in her house, they left an open chair at the dinner table for spirit, whoever in spirit wanted to join them at their dinners. So just a completely different reality, right? So we fast forward, you know, it, it was always there. Sometimes I, you know, the psychic would come up and, you know, sometimes I was aware of things. I was afraid of the dark, not realizing it was spirit, you know, just crazy stuff over the years. And then it was 16 years ago, I rode the zip line here in Calgary and my parachute didn't open on the landing. So it would take six years to get the correct diagnosis. It was a herniated disc in my cervical spine. And all the specialists just kept saying, you're lucky that you can walk. You know, you just have to accept these injuries and we'll help you manage the pain. And I kept hearing this voice that said, no, 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 no. You will heal. This will be fine. No, don't stop. Don't stop. And 
I kept going to doctor after doctor after doctor. And I kept thinking, no, there's got to be more. This isn't why I came here. This isn't, this isn't how my story ends. So I fell into the metaphysical world. I learned body talk. I became a medical intuitive. I became a Reiki master. I, you know, jumped into anything I could get my hands on because after the first Reiki session I had, I felt like I'd been plugged back in again. And so then it was like my Reiki master, she said, well, you're going to be offering Reiki for people. I said, mm, no, I don't want to touch people. I'm not doing anything with that. No, this, this, this is just for me. No, 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 no. We're not going with that. No, no. So it took about a year for me to finally offer Reiki sessions. I had probably 30 or 40 people asking me, do you do sessions? Like I would pay you to have a session with you. And I was like, what? This is crazy. So I started offering sessions. And pretty soon it was word of mouth and it was crazy and it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I loved it. Just being in that energy, as you know, was just mm. magical. And it was in one of the sessions I looked up. My client was, you know, she was tucked in. That's the mom and me. I tuck everybody in. We've got the essential oils going and the music and we create the ambiance. And, yes. right? and I, I look up and there's an older gentleman sitting in the room. And I kind of look up at him. And again, to me, they look see-through. That's how they look. Sometimes they're a complete solid form. Most of the time, it's just a, you know, kind of a phase, you know, kind of hazy. Anyway, I kind of looked up and he, and I said, hi. And, you know, my client is, you know, she was relaxed and probably sleeping. And he's like, well, my name is Harold. And, and you know, I always ask permission for me to share the stories. And so he's like, my name is Harold. I'm connected to, I can't remember what her husband's name was and blah, 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 blah. And he was showing me the farm and talking about this and talking about that. And he was just lovely. And when she, you know, came out of her relaxation and we finished up the session, I said to her, okay, well, there was this loved one here. I'm not sure what this means. Do you know a Harold? Blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, Phil gave her all the information and she said, I have no idea who you're talking about. And I said, okay, well, I need you to go home and check with your family. I said, you need to talk to your husband. So she goes home and the next day she calls and she said, you can't make that shit up. She goes, that's my husband's grandfather. He went white as a ghost when I was asking him, like he was smoking. He was, you know, had this, you know, it was crazy, 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 crazy. So stuff like that started to happen. And then there was one day I use, I go down to, there's a beautiful park here in Calgary. It's along the Bow River. It's called Bonas Park. And so I would go there and do like a walking meditation. So at about the 20 minute mark, right, I'm like totally zoned out. Like I'm seeing all sorts of sacred geometry and I'm like in a totally different reality. <laughs> and so, right. And so this one day I'm walking and I kept smelling cigarette smoke and I'm kind of looking around and there's no one else around me. And I'm like, oh my God, like what's going on? And then I felt like, I started thinking, is that like, is that like a stroke? Like, am I going to have a stroke or a heart attack if I smell smoke? Or you know, like, my mind is just going crazy. And then I stop and up above, up ahead of me is this beautiful orb of, of crystalline gold, sparkly light. And it's just hanging there in the sky. And all I hear is my name is John. And I just froze and I'm kind of looking around. And again, there's no one around me. And I'm thinking, what is going on? And I smell all the cigarette smoke. And so I get home. And I'm, you know, I just intuitively got, I need to ask my dad. And so I called my dad and I said, Hey, you know, Emma's doing, Emma's my daughter. Emma's doing this thing for school, this, this family tree. Can you, you know, I just need to know what your parents' names were. Da, 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 da. He goes, well, yeah, my dad's name was John and he smoked like a chimney and, oh yeah, we used to have this little dog and, oh yeah, I haven't thought about that dog for years, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, great, super thanks. So I get off the phone and then all I hear is, I told you it was me. And so again, I turn and there's my grandfather sitting in a chair with this little dog on his lap. And he's, you know, he's laughing. He thinks it's hilarious. I'm like, oh my God. So about a year after that, I met, I met the healers that allowed me to step onto the path to fully heal my body. And it was in a meditation after that, you know, I'd gone to the doctors and I had an MRI done again, just to kind of make sure, just to check. And the doctors came out and they said, well, we thought you had an accident. Didn't you have an accident? Didn't you say you had an accident? Like we were looking through your file. It's like a different person because there wasn't anything there. There wasn't scar tissue. There wasn't any damage, nothing. Like my body had completely healed. And in that moment I was like, oh, this, this shit's real. <laughs> it's real. It was like, wow. And then I was in a meditation and my grandmother came in and she said, it was me telling you not to stop. And so it was my grandparents that first started to really come in again and really get the mediumship going. And then 
Well, Jack would have been nine this year. So about nine, 10 years ago, my husband at the time and I, we had decided to have another baby. And so six months up till, you know, we started in vitro, Jack was a part of our world. We could see him energetically running around the house. My daughter saw him. She had big sister t-shirt. Our family and friends knew. It was just, it was magical. He was already there. And my, you know, my husband at the time, he he named him. He's like, yeah, his name is Jack. And, and you know, Emma was so sweet. She's like, I'm going to teach him to read. Now we, we have to take him to Callaway Park and, and we have to take him here. We have to show him this. And it was just, he was already a part of our world. And I dreamt of Jack every night. I, as soon as I would hit the pillow, I was off wherever with him, we would be flying, we would be doing whatever. And so he was already a part of our world. And then, you know, we were going through the in vitro process and things didn't go according to plan. That was the one chance that we had and it didn't work. And I instantly felt a disconnect from Jack. And for the next few years, it was like, I just felt like a shell of myself. Like it's, you know, I didn't, I'm also a life coach and I have a psychology background. So my practice became focused on, you know, helping people with, gaining clarity and and helping them there. And the mediumship just sort of went on the back burner. And I had people say to me, well, you're a medium. Can't you just connect with him? And I literally couldn't, I couldn't see him. I couldn't hear him. I couldn't feel him. I didn't know where he went. And so it would take two, three years. And I was guided to have a reading with Laurel. She's an incredible, beautiful, angelic being. She's also in California. And she said to me, she said, well, Shauna, have you, have you talked to Jack? And I said, no, like I can't, I don't know where he went. It's like, he's, he's gone. I said, I just, I'm absolutely devastated. And she said, well, I want you to look up. And so I look up and in the corner of the room, I see this incredible angel walking in the room and she's holding hands with a little boy who would have been three at the time. And he, I get emotional talking about it every time I share the story. And he runs up to me. He's like, mama, it's me. It's me, Jack. It's me. And it was like looking at a little, a little version of my face. (laughs) It was just like, oh my God, it's you. And it was like in that moment, the connection that had been severed for whatever reason, you know, was, was reconnected. And it was in that moment, then I knew that my baby was safe. And for me, I see younger children growing up in heaven. I see, so every year Jack gets a year older. That's how I see it. Older children will typically stay at the age that they were when they, they crossed over. And It was from that moment forward that I began to fully grieve him and mourn him. And then I started to find heart rocks everywhere. That's one of my signs from him. And pretty soon my practice started to shift completely where I would have mothers who had lost children would start Mm -hmm. reaching out to me. And it was, it's such a beautiful gift to be able to hold that kind of space for someone who has had such a tremendous loss. And it's, it's not like something that I read about in a book. It's like I, I've been in the depths of despair and heartache and heartbreak. I know what that feels like. And I've, I've lost a spouse and I've lost, you know, I've lost fur babies and my grandparents and I've had other losses in my life, but it's, it's something completely different when you lose a child because, mm-hmm. you know, you're losing, you're grieving the dreams and, and the milestones and, and having that child as part of your family. And it just, there it just, it's a completely different completely different journey. And so, yeah, we fast forward to today and I I get to help mothers who feel lost. I help them to find meaning and hope in their life again. And it's, it's a beautiful blessing. It's an absolutely just, I absolutely love what I do. So thank you. Wow. Such an amazing, amazing story. And uh, just so, oh my gosh, just so much beautiful things come up for me. I mean, how has Jack, I guess, oh God, I don't want to say like explained himself, but obviously it seemed like that happens. Then he would help you really begin your mediumship journey. But did he also kind of ever let you know like how come that happened, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, no, of course not. Of course not. So it it was interesting too, because, you know, I had, I had guilt around it. I was angry. I was angry at God. I was angry at the doctors. I was angry at me, at my husband at the time. I was angry at everyone. And from my understanding and, you know, with chatting with Jack is just, it was part of his, he had an incarnation. It was brief, but he did. His soul was here and was able to experience what his soul needed to experience in that short amount of time. So I gave him, I gave him life and his life 
was it was real and and the beautiful part is that i know i'm creating a legacy and you know reaching out to and it, for me it's it's really about you know women who have had miscarriages you know typically people society will say well it, 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 you can try again not a huge deal you could try again you could adopt there there was a reader i worked with and she absolutely crushed me i was you know, just starting to grieve him. And it came up in the session and she's like, well, you could go and you could adopt, you could, you know, foster, you could have, you, you, there are other things that you could do. And I was absolutely crushed by that. And so it's interesting because, you know, working alongside Jack and, you know, having access to everything that he's experiencing on the other side, it's just part of his soul's journey was to come in for that short amount of time and it has helped him to grow and it's helped his soul's journey in just so many just a multitude of different ways that i don't even think i even understand and to be able to connect with him and communicate with him and experience him yes would i give anything to have him here in the physical absolutely but to know that that he's safe that he is at peace that you know and i, I always say to people you know it just that form wasn't, it just wasn't meant to be. And, you know, I've had to find solace in that. I've had to, you know, as I said, you know, grieve him and mourn him and, you know, come to accept and reconcile that I have a different relationship with him now, that he's still very much a part of my life, that he, that love will never die, that, you know, that, that connection is solid. And it's, it's just such a beautiful gift to be able to share his energy with people, you know, working through the programs that we offer and, and, you know, helping mothers to helping them to reestablish that, that connection in whatever way that looks like for them. I had a mother that came to me years ago and it was actually a gift. Her family said, they had contacted me and said, if we buy her a gift, a session with you, is, is that something that we can do? And I said, if she's willing, absolutely. I said, you know, I've, I've had people, I've had family members, usually wives buy their husbands sessions and they don't want to come anywhere near me. <laughs> it's fine. It's their loss. It's fine. It's fine. So they need to be a willing participant. And so I said, absolutely. If she's willing, absolutely. I would be honored to work with her. So she, she booked in and she came in the room and she was just, just, she just looked so heartbroken. And we were chatting for the first, you know, as you know, some people are very nervous if they've never been to a medium before they're, they're just, they're not used to the energy. It just sort of, you know, I take a few minutes just to talk to them and just sort of get the energies aligned. And I said to her, I said, okay, so, uh, we have, um, we have, okay, there's a Bob here and, uh, there's a fur baby I see running around and your grandparents are here and there's a little boy named Trevor here. And as soon as I said, and again, I have permission to share. As soon as I said, mm -hmm. Trevor, she started crying and she cried for about 20 minutes straight. And as a grief counselor, I know just to let that person cry, let them fully release, just go, go until you're done. And she looked up at me and she dried her eyes and she said, Trevor was the baby that I miscarried. We didn't tell our family about him. I was about four months. And she said, you just, you just holding space and, and acknowledging that that loss was real. She said, wow. She said, I just, I, oh my gosh. So all of those bottled up emotions and the sadness and the grief and the guilt and all of it was finally able to pass through her. And it was a couple of days later that I got a call from her husband and he said, I don't know what you did. I don't know what the voodoo is that you do, but you gave me my wife back. He said, I just, I have to thank you. And I think they've had, I think they have, they have six kids now. <laughs> I said, you're going to have more babies. Don't you worry. There are babies coming. So yeah, it's just, it's my journey. I believe everything happened the way it did with Jack to help me fully step into why I'm here mm -hmm. and to fully step, help me to reach the people that I'm here to serve and to uplift and inspire and create meaning and purpose and, and hope in their life again. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I love, I just, again, I know I've said it a million times, but I just, I love your story so deeply. And I just love how you kept reinforcing about this new, beautiful kind of relationship. I don't know if you've ever, if I'm sure you have, but when I, like growing up for some reason, I never, when I knock on wood, I haven't had a direct death in like the friend group or family yet. But when I heard of a death, I 
was weirdly like, oh, like they're like they're okay though. Like they're fine. Like they like they're very safe. Like they're at peace. Like for some reason I was never really sad. And I was kind of confused at myself. I'm like, why? I should be like sad or something. But you know, should I whatever? But I just I just felt it's like I was comforted with them or for them or something. And I know something interesting that I've been kind of Sorry, my my blinds are moving. I was like, "Ooh, hello, guys!" Hi, <laughs> who's here? Oh. <laughs> so, you know, my dad's late brother uh, Vaughn, he he passed away in a ski accident, like pretty much my age. I think he he was twenty five, and some there was a point where I was so sad because I'm like, Vaughn, I'm sad you're gone because I wish. God, I wish we could play together. He was this super goofy, silly jokester brother, and he was the youngest brother, and or like second to youngest brother, I think. And I was like, why did you do that? And then now it's interesting because now we have built such like a best friend buddy relationship, and he's Aww. always by my side, and he's cheering me on, and he makes me laugh, and. It's just it's just interesting how when you step into this, you're building these brand new relationships. And even with my grandparents, I was never close to my my maternal grandparents. And now we're just my yeah, my grandmother. We're thick as thieves. She's my one of my main guides. She's the one that was like, focus enough. What are you doing? And it's like, I you know, it's how I would. But it's interesting. I wouldn't have gotten that here when she was human. So it's just, it's just so interesting how this all works out. It really, it really is. And it's my, my grandparents, I had only ever met my grandfather once. I think I was four and yeah, we went back to Newfoundland once and I met him once. I knew what he looked like from pictures. And then my grandmother, I, she had, she came to stay with us. So I, I, I did have a different relationship with her and she was just, she was just so, so sweet. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, we're, we're in Canada and my dad's from Newfoundland. And so they, he was, he's one of 17 children. So big old Catholic family, they just kept having babies. And um, after, you know, after they, you know, all branched out and had their own families, I hadn't even met my grandmother and my father had gone back for my, my grandfather's funeral. And he said, um, he said, out of all of the children, all of the grandbabies, your your picture is on her nightstand. And so I've just always felt like she was my guardian angel. Just always felt like she was just, she had my back from the other side. Like she just, she made stuff, you know, and I used to, I remember after the accident, just being in such pain and I would be lying in bed and I could feel someone come and sit on the bed beside me. Mm-hmm. And of course, opening my eyes, not seeing anyone. And, and that was always her. And she just kept saying, don't you dare stop. Don't stop. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And so, you know, even to this day, whenever there's, you know, something arduous that shows up or something difficult, I just keep thinking, I can hear a voice, just keep going, just keep going. And, you know, I think it's, as you know, the, the gift of mediumship is to, you know, help us to know that we're not alone to help us to realize that life does continue and life does go on, that our loved ones are still very much a part of our world. You know, I did a, I was in this, this class a couple of months ago and we did a meditation and um, one of my loved ones came in and I could literally, it felt like he was in the room with me. He was holding me and it was just like, Mm. oh my gosh. And so we can still, again, as you mentioned, you know, we can still have that relationship with them. It just looks a little different. Yes. Oh my goodness. How wonderful. And for some reason, I'm wanting to ask this question because I think what, not I think, I just, I know one of the reasons why we've connected and, you know, me like really putting myself out there and you've been practicing this for so long and X, Y, Z is you just seem like one of the real ones. Like not that anyone's mm-hmm. fake, but just, you just are just so gifted and so powerful and so magical and amazing. And I think what sometimes happens is what I've noticed is, oh, like we're all going to be experiencing the same things or the way I have been told by my, you know, psychiatrist. It's, it's, you know, not that it's the worst thing in the world, but 
what I've realized is he's like, when you, when you present yourself, you present yourself 100%. You just are. But a lot of people show you just 20% of them. And then, you know, they really begin to show their true colors. And I guess I would love to know with you being, you know, in this industry, working with spirit, what are some, what are some expectations that you thought you had to follow and you're realizing what the heck that is, that, you know, that doesn't align or what are some maybe myths that you thought, you know, were true or just things like that, that you really are coming to terms with, no, this is just, this just is, and you walking your path. Oh, I just, I love that. That is such an incredible, incredible question. So, um, you know, when I first started, it was really, uh, one of the, one of the teachers I worked with early on, she said, don't build this like anybody else. Don't, you don't have to do this like anybody else. You don't have to, you know, what it all comes down to. And, and this was a huge, huge learning for me is, you know, sometimes the names come in. So then I thought, you know, if I did another reading and, and the names weren't coming in, it was like, well, why are the names coming in? Is it because I didn't drink enough water? Like what's going on? What's happening? <laughs> so I would make it, you know, and she said, it's not about you. It's about you showing up and being the clearest channel that you can be. And it's about what they can receive. She said, not everyone can receive names. Not everyone can receive, you know, everything that their, their friend, you know, and it was so funny because there was, um, I didn't catch it right away, but there were about, I don't know, 10 or 12 people that came to me after I, I'd read for this one woman and about half of them, I just knew I wasn't their reader. Like there wasn't any information. And for me, I'm very visual. It's like the movie ghost. It's like, I see a light and I see a door that opens and then they, they usher the loved ones in. And it was like, there's nobody at the door. And it was like, what is this? This is so weird. And it was interesting because they were coming to me expecting to have the same experience that their friend had. So a lot of it comes down to what their expectations are. And I always tell people, if you've had a phenomenal reading with somebody, go back to them. Like go, that's your person that's your person. Like, just go back to them, right? Like, do I believe in my gifts and capacities? Have I built that up? And I just, I'm so blessed to do what I do. Absolutely. But if, you know, and it's funny, I say to people, you know, well, I'm, I'm not your reader. It doesn't happen very often, but when they come in and if that, that if I don't see anybody at the door, I know, oh, I'm not your reader. Have you seen someone else recently? Or I can usually pinpoint where they need to go or who they need to work with. Sometimes they're not further enough they're not far enough along their, their grieving journey. Like they may be, they may need a little bit more TLC with the grieving and the loss and, and the trauma before they can be open to receiving. Um, but I find, I find that we're not all the same. Like I won't read the way that you read. Like my clients are coming to me because there's something that I can offer them. And not that mine is different. It's not that mine's better. Yours better. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just different. And it's funny because I remember when, you know, as I said earlier, I started offering Reiki sessions and then I started offering um, angel card readings. I wasn't ready to go into the mediumship just yet. I was like, no, 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 I'll talk to the angels first. And so we started doing angel card readings and then it just became full blown channeling. And, you know, people would sit down and it would just be like, oh, okay, well, let's, let's go, let's do this. And it was interesting because, um, when I realized that the mediumship was coming back in full force, I remember sitting in a meditation with spirit and I said, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this to the best of my ability. I'm not, I'm not going to be sitting in sessions vaping. I'm not going to be smoking drugs, you know, the day before I'm not going to be out partying with my friends the night before I am choosing. And this isn't from a place of judgment. This isn't from a place mm -hmm. of judgment. It's from a place of I, this is a real gift and capacity. And this is my career. This is, this is what pays the mortgage. This is what puts food on the table. So this is a real vocation. I have spent thousands and thousands of hours, you know, meditating and I've traveled the world to study with incredible teachers. And, you know, I've just, just to give you, you know, I have all of this training and background that comes into it. And so for me, it was, if I'm doing this, I'm doing this to the best of my ability. I'm not going to half-ass it. I'm not just, I don't, I wouldn't feel good taking money from people knowing that I'm 20% on that day. Like seriously, that's not serving people. And it's not about, oh, I'm, 
I'm 94% accurate. It's not, it's not about that kind of thing. Right. Like there are people that say that kind of stuff and I'm like, you're not God. Like, seriously, like, (laughs) like it just, we have our own filters. And so, as you know, we just show up as the clearest channel we can be. And so, you know, as part of that, we talked about this before, you know, I've had to tweak my whole diet. If I don't get a good night's sleep, then, you know, it doesn't happen very often. If I have a migraine, I can't read for people. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it, I just, you know, and so for me, it's, it's very near and dear to my heart. And it's just something that I have completely embodied. And I always tell people this, it's the same thing with Reiki, you know, people will take a Reiki class you know, I took Reiki last week, I'm going to start offering sessions tomorrow. And it's like, well, you haven't embodied the energy, it takes our physical body a bit of time to align with those energies and really start to embody it and really start to move through that into a new energy. And so, yeah, I think that's one of the big things people are like, Oh, come on, come on out with us tonight. And we're going to go have chicken wings. And we're going to have beer. And it's like, well, I that's not a part of my reality. Like I just, and I'm not, and I always check in, you know, will it be fun if I go? No. Okay. Well, I'm not going to go. And so it, that that's part of living intuitively as well is just really honoring my body. And I have to, I have to work out. I work out like I'm a gym rat. I'm at the gym, you know, five, six days a week and I drink copious amounts of water and I have to make sure. And as, as intuitives, we burn through minerals quicker right? As you know. And so I'm always, you know, I've got the Soleil water, the Himalayan salt, and, you know, I've got, you know, kale is my friend, you know, like it's just, it's, it's choosing to show up as the best version I can be to, to be in service to people. And I find, I find a lot of people will, they kind of see it as hokey. And I always say to them, it's actually a real gift and capacity. Like it's, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't read for people who come in and say, well, prove it to me. I, I don't, I don't, read for those. those, those aren't my people. I don't, I don't have to prove anything. Do you ask your dentist to prove that he's a dentist? I don't think so. So it's, you know, if you're not right. And this, again, it's not from a pace of judgment. It's just, no, I don't, I don't prove, I don't have to prove my gifts and capacities. That's showing me that I'm not your reader. I'm not your person. Can I read for anybody? Sure I can. I mean, I can pick up stuff psychically. I can read for anyone, but I want people to have the most incredible experience that they possibly can. The flip side of that is how available and open are they? So mm-hmm. if somebody comes to me, their arms are crossed and it's prove it to me and they've got mm-hmm. walls up, they can't receive anything. And so, yeah, like it's just, there's, there's so much that, that I've learned over the years. I've worked with such incredible, incredible people, you know, and this is funny. I remember somebody saying to Tony Robbins once, and I've done a ton of Tony Robbins work and um, I've never done the fire walk. I need to do that someday. Um, (laughs) Right. And so I remember somebody saying to him, I think he was on a podcast and he said, well, you know, do you have coaches and, and teachers? He goes, of course. He said, we always have people above us who we can aspire to have been through what we're working through and they can kind of help us to navigate that. And so in the spiritual world, you know, connecting with spirit is, it's very different. There was some, there was a, a medium that I'd met years ago and she said, Oh, I just finished a full day of clients. It was so amazing. I said, Oh, that's fantastic. She goes, yeah, I ran out of weed though. So I need to go get more. And I was like, oh. <laughs> in my mind, I'm kind of going, what were you channeling? What were you connecting into? And again, there's no judgment. I mean, I, there's no judgment whatsoever. It's just a choice, but it's, you know, I say to people, it's kind of like drunk dialing your ex. You're not going to get a whole lot of really great information. So it's, you know, some people say I'm a stickler. Like I don't do, like I'll do parties, you know, I'll do group events. Um, but I'm like, you, you can have a glass of wine after you have your reading, not before, because it just, it muddles the information and it just, it's, I'm honoring me. I'm honoring the gifts I have. I'm honoring the work I do. I'm honoring the person I'm reading for, or I'm teaching. And it's just, you know, it's, it all comes down to that unconditional love. And it's, you know, like, you know, like when you're in that zone, when you're uh, the, the days that I work with my client days, I'm it's happier than the pig and shit, really. Like my client days, I'm just, I eat a different diet. I meditate in the morning. I have quiet. I have a completely different routine on those days. And then on the days that I'm, you know, we're chatting today, like that we were, we had a dance party and we had the coffee going. I mean, it's just, it's just a different, right. It's just, it's different. And so it's, it's just navigating those energies differently. And it's just, I think the biggest thing is, um, 
yeah, it's the proving, you know, I don't, I don't mm. answer proving questions. The other thing too, as a channel, um, I don't ask, I don't answer general questions. So if somebody says to me, well, who all is here? Well, I have access to every yeah. ancestor in your lineage. Um, you need to be a little bit more specific, right? And so people that come in with generalized questions, it's like, no, they're like, what do my angels want me to know? You're a child of God. Next, what would you like to know? And as channels, this is what people don't get as well. As channels, the information, it'll the, psychically the information will flow. But if you're wanting me to channel from your guides, your masters, mm -hmm. beyond, it's question based. So you need to ask a question and then it opens up. And so people don't get that. So, you know, when I prepare people for sessions, they get their little intake form and they get their, you know, and I tell them, you know, have questions. What are the burning questions in your soul right now? Drop them because then we can open up a whole new reality for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And honestly, I'm so excited to be connected to you because just, Hearing you talk about this, I already feel I, I don't know, like, first of all, it makes me even more excited. Second of all, it like validates me. I already, I feel, oh my gosh, like I'm just showering you with so much love. I feel like being connected with you, I can already, like, I will become a better medium being honestly, Aww. like you're just so, my heart is just bursting and it just makes Aww. me so happy. And you're so right because actually my, yeah, my dear friend Andrea said this to me is, you know, I've, I've had people do that to me before where I remember I was sitting in my kitchen and I had a, it was like a neighbor of mine. And cause you know, him and I were just buddies. And I just, I, I was kind of like, I, I was hitting myself after the session because like, Oh, like, I just feel like I messed up, but I felt in there and I don't know. And it's just like their capacity, like, like they can't, like you have a different capacity and like, it's kind of like you kind of have to meet them and they can only hear what they want to hear. And it just made me feel so much better when you were saying that is, you know, I'm not here to prove people and, you know, people are going to come in with how, how empty or how full their cup is, you know, it's, you know, it's their willingness and it's, it just was like, Oh my gosh, like I am awesome. <laughs> You are. You are. You really are. And, and I love that because, and it's not from a place of ego, you know, I'm better, you're better. It's, it's, I'm pretty darn amazing. The, what I've been able to witness in these sessions is absolutely mm -hmm. mind blowing. And it, it changes people's lives. Yes. Like it's transformational. And it's just to be able to witness that and to be a part of it is just, it's absolutely incredible. And it's, um, yeah, you know, and it, it's, and I always say to people, you know, no two readers are alike. I, I, I equate it to like a Rubik's cube, you know, I might be reading the red side and you're seeing the green side. Like it's, it's all based on the energy and how I'm reading and, and deciphering the energy. And it's, you know, I tell people it's almost like charades. Like I'm, we're putting puzzle pieces together because sometimes, and sometimes the information comes through. So I, this is another thing that people don't understand. Sometimes in the sessions, um, you know, I can fully embody the personality of whoever that is, or, you know, it just depends on, they will utilize my gifts, depending on what their strengths are and what their energies are. And so people don't understand that, right? Like they, they think, well, no, why can't you just do every session is the same? You, you know, you tell me who it is and it's what side of the family are they from? And you give me evidence and you prove it. And it's like, no, because you can't receive any of it. So what I do is I set the intention before the session that they receive what they're able and willing to choose and receive at that time. It could be very little. It could be just holding space, as I mentioned, for that little Trevor. It could be holding space for her to grieve, holding space for her just to have the acknowledgement that that was a true, real loss that you experienced. And other times it's I have clients that book in and they come in with, you know, 30 questions and I feel like it's a firing range, but it's fun because it's like, keep it going. Like just, that's what opens the energies up. Keep asking questions. How open and available are you? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing too, because a lot of the people I work with, they also have gifts and they want to explore the gifts and they're, you know, it's giving them validation. You know, I smelled cigarette smoke. Was that my grandfather? It was, you just needed the confirmation. Now go run with it, play.
go keep exploring that, invite him in more. And one of the biggest things too is, you know, at the end of every session, I tell people what their signs are from their loved ones. And, you know, and I always tell them, I want to hear about it. You know, go tell me, you know, and the one lady, she, she messaged me about a month ago and she's like, I saw like eight butterflies today. She goes, that was crazy. And, and yeah. And I said, absolutely. I said, that is just, I said, absolutely run with it. I want to hear about it. And it's, you know, and again, it's, we're giving hope, we're giving hope and, and we're giving that gift of love. Like we're the channel that that gift of love is coming from the heavens to them. And then in that exchange, it's strengthening the connections that they can receive it directly. I always tell people, you don't need to see a medium. You don't have to go see a medium, Mm -hmm. but where people get stuck with that is that when the emotions are involved, it waters everything down and they just, they can't see it clearly. They're too close to it. So we have the bird's eye view. I'm out here looking at your stuff. I'm not impacted by your stuff. So then I can give you the, you know, the action steps. You know, if you, if you choose door A, this is what's going to happen. If you don't follow the steps and you choose door B, well, then we'll probably be talking in six months and we'll have to come up with another plan at that point because spirit changes, right? The timelines change, the opportunities shift and change. And so, yeah, there's just, there's just so much. And it's, I always tell people, I'm not God. I'm not your guru. I'm not God. I'm facilitating I can point you in the right direction, but you have to choose it. And if you don't choose it, you know, if you're not choosing greatness, but you're choosing to suffer again, that's a choice. That is a choice. And so I think, you know, from my perspective, the work that I do is it's an invitation to more. It's, you know, it's like giving cookie samples. Would you like one? No. Would you like one? I want the whole plate. Cool. <laughs> Come Shut sit down. Up. Oh my God. Cool. We got to talk about this, right? <laughs> cool. You're my people. Yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it's incredible, right? Like, it's just, it's incredible. And it's, it's funny, because over the years, there have been so many people that have been like, Oh, you're just, you're just full of shit. And you're making stuff up. And you're crazy. You need to be locked up. I've heard it all. And now all of those people have become clients. (laughs) It's just like, okay, well, who's full of shit now? (laughs) So I have fun with it, right? And it's, we talked about this before, where, you know, there are usually two groups of people. I was at, I was at, I was at an event on the weekend and we were um, at this place here in Calgary. It's called Hayden block and they have the best food and they have these, this big long line of, of picnic tables out front. So people sit there and it's kind of community style. Like you get talking to the people over here, you get talking to the people over here and the people on the guys on this side of us, I was there with my sister. The one guy looked directly at me and you know, this was spirit. We were talking about something completely irrelevant. He looks at me, what do you do for work? I said, I'm a medium. I talk to dead people. What do you do? And he's just like, oh my God. And then they all started sharing their ghost stories and they had to show me pictures of their loved ones and blah, 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 blah. And it just, it was absolutely fantastic. And then the other side, they were absolutely terrified of me, got their dinner to go and they left. And, you know, and it's funny because there was somebody, I don't, it doesn't happen very often. Every now and again, I get somebody who kind of challenges me. Oh yeah, right. Tell me who's here with me. And da, 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 da. I used to do it and scare the shit out of people, but I stopped doing that. I thought, you know what? You can pay me to go and do this stuff. And the one guy said to me, he's like, oh yeah, if you're real, then you tell me what I had for breakfast. And I told him right to the T. I said, you had three sausages, four eggs, you had half a cup of coffee, and then the ulcer that you have kicked up and you didn't finish the rest of it. And he was like... I said, yeah, that's your grandma. She says, take your goddamn medicine. And I, I, and then I did it a couple of times and I was like, I don't, I no, I'm not doing that. I, I should have been paid for that. That's a session. No, I'm not doing that. And I realized that's my worth and I don't need to prove it to people. And it was just, it was just, it's just so fascinating to be on that. And then I, I said to him, uh, he got really quiet and he kind of looked at me and I said, we'll be sacrificing the goats at three. So you get your ass back here at three. We don't sacrifice any goats, but I just... People have such crazy ideas around mediumship and spirit communication. Yes. Are there dark energies? Yeah. Are there really great humans? Yep. Are there really shitty humans? Yep. Same thing with the energy world. You know, we're focusing on the really great energies. We're focusing on, you know, I do a lot of ghost busting and I do a lot of paranormal stuff as well. And it's just, yeah, I'm aware of this stuff, but I don't give it a lot of energy. It's not real in my reality. It's just, okay, we got to go clean some stuff up and it's done. So it's helping people understand the energy behind it. I tell people, you know, watch, uh, one of my favorite movies is Dr. Strange. Like watch the energy, like that energy is all Mm. around us. It's available to everybody. And ghost, ghost is usually when I'm teaching mediumship, that's, that's a precursor for the class. Go get, watch ghost (laughs) because that's, that's kind of how it happens. So yeah, yeah. it's, 
it's fantastic. It's amazing to share it. Oh my gosh. This has been such incredible conversation. I still have a million more questions. That means we need like five more episodes or something. Oh my God. (laughs) Thank you so much. I am so excited to just keep being connected with you. I can't wait to keep bugging you more. Oh my gosh. I am just, this made me so happy. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love our conversations and, and thank you. I'm, I'm honored to be here and to be able to, to share the messages. And, um, you know, I, I just send, I send, all, I'm sending all the loved ones with, you know, everyone who's going to listen to this episode in the future. Um, just know that your loved ones will be here listening as well. And I'm going to send yes. them with you. Yes. They're all going to go home with you. So thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been wonderful. Yay. Hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode listening back just fills my heart and soul with so much joy and I am just so deeply humbled and honored to now call Shauna a friend and a colleague and just a fellow sister on this beautiful path and if you haven't already, make sure to give me a follow wherever you love to listen. Make sure to give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at the Modern Medium underscore. When you feel ready, please head to my website at themodernmedium.co and book a session with me. I am so excited to work with you. And of course, please go follow Shauna on Instagram at Shauna Domelin Medium and listen to her Oracle of Light podcast. I will put all of her information in the show notes. I adore you guys so, so much. Thank you again for your support, your ears, your eyes, your souls, your everything. It really, really means the world to me. And I will see you next time.